0: G'day, and welcome to the Ball Boys AFL Fantasy Podcast. Today we're going to be previewing round seven, going through some captains, going through some trade targets, answering questions, all the while we have some beers. Let's go! G'day and welcome again to the Ball Boys AFL Fantasy Podcast. I'm your host Mitch Casey, and you can find me on Twitter at Ball Boys Fantasy. Joined on a Friday
1: afternoon with Luke Rojo, mate. How are you? Can we just have a fucking week? Where we don't have oh. players out.
0: Red Dots! We what, love them!
1: <laughs> what is going on? I, I don't know if up, but my heart yeah. leaves for them. And then, yeah. I mean, to be fair, at least LDU wasn't two minutes before the game this week. Well, at least they've named
0: it up, hey, haven't they? Um, look, it, What
1: is going on? Yeah,
0: so, well, let's just run through them. We've had... You know, after round one, you had the Josh Kelly, the Tristan Jerry. Then we've had um, people like Stewart in that week. Stewart that week, I think. You know, what did we have after that? LDU laid out wits uh, Bailey Smith. You know, everything's happening. It's it seems to be on a weekly basis at this point. The two Camilla now, um, but
1: look. We've got to try and soldier on. Crisis creates opportunity, and it's just killer. That's that's what people tell themselves to to comfort themselves. It's, <laughs> just it's a straight lie. Just stop everyone from just crying. Cry. Well, I mean, we were talking last night, and and I was sitting there having a look at my trades for the weekend. Yeah, we've got and, you to blame for this. Well, I, I said, <laughs> I said, oh, Mitch, you know, I kind of don't know what to do with my trades. But there's I'm no bit, obvious. i a bit up in the air. I said, I kind of like it when there's a forced trade. It's easier. <laughs> and Mitch just said. They, guys, the fantasy gods fight you down, him, and then we found LDU yeah. today, and obviously people got took, so it's a, it's an absolute shambles, and, we And Rory
0: is apparently under an injury uh, cloud as well, well so. Well, we can only hope. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh no, sicker. I can't say that. And the one guy that. who didn't get injured, who was supposed to be
1: out, Clayton Oliver,
0: you know, of yeah. course he gets through, scores a ton still. Well, the week All those he was, lucky
1: owners that have him. The week he was sickly, he had seventeen day break to bloody recover yeah. from with the oh, Anzac day game. So
0: hell, okay, some people have it nice, don't they? <laughs> but at least, at least with the LDU thing, this explains why he was doing so shit the last couple of weeks because. Yep. Look, he was a completely different player the first couple of games. You know, coming up against, you know, the first two games, he was averaging like 115, looked to be an absolute rip-up pick. Um, you know, we were watching him in awe and uh, saying, this guy's a gun. Even the game against Carlton, I think, was the game after he came back. He came out on fire and then yeah. they started tagging him. Got himself to a 91, but still looked like the guy that we saw the first two weeks. But these last two weeks just looked a shadow of himself. Looked so, like a different player. It, it? it kind of explains that. Um mm-hmm. Now, the injury is... They've just named it as a heel injury. I don't actually think we've got a proper... I hope it's quick to heal. Diagnosis. Yeah, hope to heal the heel.
1: <laughs> Mine was better. You just, you just piggybacked on me. No,
0: other. I was just explaining it for the slow people out oh, there. Oh, sorry. You okay. okay. Um, Appreciate but that. Yes. The <laughs> um... I don't know how long he's going to be out for, yeah, yeah. is the question. So, it's a trade, isn't it? It's, it's
1: a trade. I think yeah. it's a guy that you know, you've know you kind of been looking for excuses to trade. If he if he pumped out like two 120s in the previous weeks, then you'd be like, okay, well, we'll see. Yeah, it. Let's, just, let's
0: just get a bit more information. But yeah. I think this is a good chance to trade off a guy, and um, his break-even is pretty high as yeah. well. Um, so yeah. I'm going to be looking to trade. He's not someone that I want to keep in my team. The question is now, like, a lot of people... With Took, the advice has been to trade down to someone a bit cheaper, use that cash to get someone up to another guy. So if you can go like a Took down to Will Day and then use that money to get a McKenzie up to like a Butters Butters or something like that, that's a win, tick that off. The unfortunate thing is LDU is just that little bit not as expensive as a Took Miller. He's like 50K cheaper. So when I'm looking at my team in particular... I don't have the money to do that. Um, like if I go LDU to Will Day, I, I can't even get up to a Rochelle or anything like that. I can only go as high as like a JJ. And I don't feel like that's much of a a win. Yeah, it so, doesn't
1: feel as good as the other option, does it? So
0: Yeah, at least I know for my team, this injury, this out has caused me to go stuff it. I'm just going to go sideways to a cheap Will Day, cash in with the value downgrade and get a get a, a chinkotta. F- use this opportunity to at least fix up some red dots, yeah, get yeah. some cash gen going. I'm going to bank a whole lot of money and hopefully next week I can do an upgrade from, you know, again, another fix up of a red dot and still have enough money to get an upgrade. That's the way I'm choosing to see it because in amongst all this premium injuries, we've also had a lot of rookie red dots. So... Uh, it's just
1: it's red dot fever at the it's moment, so gas. we've got to try and we've got to try and f- uh, figure our way through it as best we can. It has been. We'll, we'll talk a little bit more in detail about some players, and I think we're starting off with our uh, with our trade targets, aren't we? So yeah. So starting with our trade targets in the crosshairs,
0: uh, we'll start with some downgrade targets, some cash cows. Yes, I think the number one player, pretty much
1: head and shoulders above everyone else, is Alex Chin the bread. The bread. I, I, we should have bought a sandwich or something to honour his. First you nearly did But it's oh, actually Yeah yeah I hope nobody minds But I've just had A little afternoon snack That I didn't finish off before So I'll, I'll finish but, that
0: off Yeah you should have Brought bread mate for of sandwich Yeah um, but this, yeah
1: What are these These are, um, are Saladas or cicadas Or Cicadas Cic- Cicadas and insects <laughs> weird, Whatever mate. this is Yeah so uh, I, I But yeah so I so think
0: you know, I think the bread He's the number one Pretty much Head and shoulders I, I really like the fact That both We saw Doherty Has been named back then. By the way The Carlton medical staff
1: Bloody wizards over there oh, No they're just Just overest <laughs> Yeah. So they look really oh, good. Oh yeah,
0: he'll be back in six to eight weeks. Two weeks later,
1: <laughs> miraculous recovery. You guys are unbelievable.
0: <laughs> oh my god, I hate it. Oh, anyway, that's another rant for another time. But you know, with him back and Adam Saad returning to the side, and he is still named, that gives me more confidence.
1: Um, yeah, it, it would be hard not to reward that game, but yeah. there's also a scenario where I can see it's like, okay, we've got to reward him for this game, but. But then, Mate. as soon as he back out, yeah, I hope that's not the case. I will be
0: interested to see if, like, someone like a Cowan is a sub and potentially yeah. he, like you know if they both just fuck each other up, and you know he comes <laughs> in and, and takes takes him off, Hopefully. and the the break evens are both ruined. But it's not I think I think Shin is the guy that we want. He's a mature age guy, scores really well, held his spot with two guns coming back into the side. So I think he's number one. Number two and three, I also don't mind Seamus Mitchell and Ryan Angwin. Um, yep. yeah Angwin, Um Penguin Penguin Angwin. Um. Seamus Mitchell held his spot and I think actually Scrimshaw was dropped from the side Jeez, uh, that's ahead of him which yeah. I thought was interesting that's positive um, for, yeah for Seamus so Weddle comes into the side so I think he's like moving further away from the edge of that team yeah 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 um, so I think that he's a good target he's a little two, bit more
1: expensive 280k now disclaimer that makes yeah. it yeah, it does make it a little bit harder, doesn't it? Like, especially if you. If only I'd went him instead of Roberts last week.
0: Oh, anyway.
1: Well, if only. Um, but it just makes it difficult, especially if you're looking to just clear a red dot, and even a red dot that could could be actually valued less than yeah. than. Um, than Sheamus, and yeah. uh, so you actually happen to pay up. But Yeah, it's a yeah, hard pill to swallow. the way it goes.
0: I think Angwin's okay as well. So he's a guy that's in that Giants team. Um, they've got a few injuries, long-term injuries as well. So I think his role in the side is at least looking pretty safe for now. Yeah. Um, He scored, I think, a 60 or something last week. So that should be pretty decent. So I think those are the three rookies we're looking at. Some left field options that you might, you know, say you've got a couple of these goals already. Um, but I think most people can use those three. Yeah. Angus Sheldrick got named 200K uh, for the Swans. Sam Sturt and Matthew Johnson both for the Frio Dockers. I think that they could be around for a little while, but I'd probably... Be looking at those, maybe guys, for next week, seeing if they perform really well. Yep. Uh, those top three are my downgrade
1: targets of choice. Keeping on those guys, we got a few people uh, getting around us in the comments, which is good. Somebody, I think, I saw somebody's having a beer with us today, which is hey, which is good. So cheers, if, you, mate. if you want to have happy a, Friday, have a beverage of your choice with us. Let us know what you guys be... are. What's your what's your beverage of choice, everyone who's listening along <laughs> live? What's <laughs> your what's your beer of weapon? <laughs> the <laughs> AFL Fantasy Beer Connoisseur Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Welcome.
0: well. You know, we've got to switch it up every
1: now and again. We do, we do. So, thank you for everyone who's, um, who's having a listen to Sabo. And, yeah, just uh, keep going in the comment section. We'll hopefully get around to answering a few questions later on. We'll answer some comments later.
0: Uh, let's talk about upgrade targets. I've got defenders first. There's two guys, I think, that are head and shoulders. So, number one, Tom Stewart. Yep. Number two, Will Day. And then I've oh, got...
1: I'm just see what you put. <laughs> He's put Daylight as number
0: three. So daylight. I think, I think that's these, some... <laughs> these two are well ahead of everyone. So, those are the top two. Tom Stewart, Will Day, Daylight... If you have got both already you could have a little bit of a shop around yep. with like a Dan Houston or a Whitfield. Whitfield I think's got the numbers in the past.
1: Houston's got the good matchup this week and and a ceiling as well.
0: A little bit of a ceiling yeah. You know he
1: can be up and down so But if you don't have if you don't have Dale Stewart, I'd be going there. And if you have both Dale Stewart, I'm in this situation, I'm probably looking to go Another line. Yeah, I think rate. I would too. Yeah,
0: would so be, I think yeah. that's why I've got the, the daylight ranked third Yes there, That was uh, cle- clever in, in, in def- by you, mate. In defenders. You've
1: even italicised it, which is good.
0: Yeah, just to make sure we don't confuse it with an actual player called yeah, Daylight. No, yeah. I think I think that's good. <laughs> there is a are Will the-
1: Day, so you know, Daylight could be. Yeah, it's like a yeah, <laughs> yeah. Okay, got uh,
0: midfielders. Um, I the mids are tough right now. I can't see like- any like really top-level value options at the moment. Mm. Um, There might be some on the horizon, but I think we're still waiting on a few of those guys, like a Brayshaw, Callum Mills, even a Jack Steele and stuff, starting to come down in price. So at the moment, I do think that the two or three guys I like the look of are Bont, Josh Kelly, Sam Walsh. I think they're all good options, all priced pretty similarly. So if you have your own preference on those three, I think you can go for it. I do like Bont's matchup this week and Walsh's matchup this week.
1: Are, are um, you, you personally, are, are you willing to pay for those guys that you don't really see as value? Because I know you love looking for value mm-hmm. and and that's kind of my question to you is, even though you've got those as your top three, are those guys that you would genuinely look at? I think, no. Not not this season especially
0: because of the cash crisis that I think a lot of teams are facing right now with the amount of red dots that I suspect yep. are in a lot of teams even though a lot of people might be able to get to those kind of players, yeah. if, for example, you don't have a Will Day, or you don't have a Butters, or you don't have a Stewart, I would still be going like an LDU or a Miller to one of those types yeah. because I think they're 10 points unders what they're going to do in the end. You're going to bank a lot of cash, and then, this is my plan at least, next week when you go to do your upgrade, you'll be able to do an upgrade, but you'll be able to do it by doing like Lucky Cowan down instead yeah. of doing like a Jinbi down. So you've got to get rid of one of those worst rookies and still get your upgrade. And I think the importance of turning over that cash will benefit teams in the long run. It might hurt a little bit now, yeah, but I think that the cash is starting to become more and more of a problem with this sub rule this year.
1: Yeah, I definitely noticed. Um, you know, a lot of stuff getting around on Twitter. You know, a player like Took goes down, and people people say, "Oh, okay, uh, Took goes down. I can get to Oliver. I can get to the highest." Um, valued players but you, you have to that's the instant reward that's yeah. the the thing that you want to do because you know the points are there but like yeah. you talk about it's, it's the opportunity cost that you lose on the other end so the money that you save um, by going to the value option ends up uh, helping you in the long run yeah. so just Keep your eyes peeled for that. Don't necessarily go for that like instant reward if you don't see that there's actual value to be had there.
0: And the argument I hear a lot about it is like, okay, but like you, you, you trade in took because he's a captain option or you you know, he's a he's a That's gun true. midfielder and that sort of stuff. But yeah. in the way I see it, a lot of us have Tim English, a lot of us have Nick Dacos or Tim Taranto. And we have loop options too. And we've got loop options coming out of our ears at the moment. <laughs> so two. um Like, those players are quite popular. And I, like, looking at my big boys, which we're going to go through later, like, they're still the top of the list of those sort of guys. So most of us should have decent captain options still, even if our midfield is looking a bit bare. I know mine is really looking quite poor at the moment. (laughs) Mine's looking like a two-side, (laughs) mate. Yeah, so um, I think that the captain option argument doesn't hold as much weight to me because those other lines are doing their job. You know, like... Dacos, English, Taranto all haven't yeah. dropped below a ton this season yeah. and none of them are in the midfield. So I think that you, you can cover that off with those kind of a players.
1: Yeah, it's a fair call. Who have we got in the forwards? Forward
0: line, I've got two guys that I do really like. Zach Butters, number one. I traded him last week. I think you did as well. So uh, we still really like him. I think he's going to go big tonight. And I am definitely coming around on this second player, Josh Rashelli, who uh, I think the midfield time is real. And especially if like a Rory Laird doesn't get up this week, uh, I know he's got a tough matchup against Collingwood, but I think Rochelle's second year breakout, I think that we've all missed him, but I actually still think it's not even too late he just you're just chewing over there it's really loud. <laughs> <laughs> We're just we're just doing some ASMR over here with you chewing on your <laughs> chewing on your A bookbang of Book banging in you guys. <laughs> oh gosh, here we go.
1: Sorry,
0: I don't even know if people can hear you saying that right now. But all right, um, moving on. So yeah, Joshua Shelley, I think is a decent option, and I've got JJ written here. But I think most of us can do better than getting a JJ this week. So, uh, but he is there if you're if you are personally super bullish. Um, that's where I would have him
1: speak. We did say on JJ when we were watching that Bulldogs game is that although the score wasn't what people had hoped it was, we did say the role was good, the role was solid. And then there's the stat thing that's that's been getting around this week is the fact that he was actually the highest of the Bulldogs scorers in terms of their defenders. Yeah, in that. So yeah, it just it it just means that I don't necessarily think it's the worst move. Like, no, I don't think it's the worst move.
0: Yeah, I I just don't personally know if it's the best move because he is going to be a guy that you're going to have to trade on later. Um, like, I don't see him being, like, a 90-plus averaging player.
1: I think um, I think those guys can sometimes bridge the gap, but I, I know I haven't played yeah. for, for too many years, but, like, in, in the situation we're in, I keep coming back to it with you, I, I think these rookies are getting to the point where they're not going to fatten any further and there's suddenly this big gap to bridge and we're not seeing value. Like, can these guys be the guys that bridge the gap if you pick the right one?
0: Yeah, let's say if you have already a Will Day, you yeah. have a Zach Butters, you've got a Tom Stewart, um... Look, I still think that I'd still be trying to get to a Josh Rochelli. Okay. I'd, I'd be trying to get to a Rochelli first. Yeah. Um, so if you had those four, then you could go with a JJ okay. in that instance. But I don't think that's going to be many teams. Not many teams have Richelli. Um and, and very few teams, I'd imagine, would have all four. Um, so I think those are still like those guys that are achievable to get to. Um, but yeah, in, ten, in terms of like getting to the big dogs then he could be that bridge, bridging option to do that. So overall rankings, if we put them all together, I still think Tom Stewart is number one for me just because now that we've lost Took, that round 13 buy, he's just almost going to be a must-have while he's at this value. Uh, Will Day second. I think his break-even is also super low. So if you don't get him this week, he's going to... It's going to jump up in price. Yeah. Zach Butters, number three for me. Rochelle, number four. So those are my four value options that I think we all should be targeting. And then number five, I just kind of got my top mid option, which is Bontz. But he could really be Bontz, Kelly, Walsh, whichever one of those guys you prefer. I think they're all, you know, flip a coin kind of options.
1: Now, something that I think... Um... We sometimes sort of uh, neglect to talk about a little bit, but um, is worth while discussing is those red dot rookie yeah. loop options because it's it's something that um. You know, I haven't still fully got my head around it, and it's one of those things every week. Oh, I think, it trips up
0: even the most seasoned well, I, fantasy players. Each week, it? I
1: think, How am I going to stuff this up? Like, yeah. I, I know I'm going to stuff this up at some point during the season, and it's just, How is it going to go? So, yeah. you, you're going to talk to us a little bit about some red dot rookies and Yes, yeah, so I just
0: want to chuck this on the run sheet today because, um, like, it just sort of jogged my my thoughts last week when we had, like, Alwyn Davy Jr., who was a guy that a lot of people were relying on as, like, that loop option for their yeah. captaincies or to loop on a score onto their field and things like that. So, just want so, I want to talk about strategy on on options to loop rookie scores because a lot of us are fielding more rookies than we want to at this time of year. We've got some um, red dots. So um, the strategy in terms of getting players on the field. So the timing of when these red dot rookies when they play is super important to be a cross of. So a player like someone like a Matt Roberts who a lot of us traded into last week, yep. the unfortunate thing for him is he plays like the third game which is actually like 10 or 20 minutes after the second game on the Saturday.
1: Or he doesn't play. play <laughs> yeah. so well, he doesn't plays. play, we His team plays. doesn't play the third game. <laughs>
0: so you will only be able to loop um, the Friday night game, so in that instance, you could loop someone like Philipsis. a a Philipsis. So if you have the E on a and you like his score, you can then move uh, Matt Roberts onto the field, take that score. Yeah. So if you have him, that might be an option. But other than that, Matt Roberts's red dot is pretty useless this week. Um, the West Coast boys, so Campbell Chessar, Noah Long um, are popular options in a lot of teams. Yep. So West Coast plays on the Saturday night, which is very handy for us. So uh, other rookies like the Hawthorne guys, so um, you know people Fergus, rolling with the uh, Seamus Mitchell yeah, or Fergus, Fergus Green. Fergus Green, well. you yep. can loop those guys, have a look, and then yep. if you like their score, you can put those other guys on field as well. Yeah. I don't know how many people are rolling around with uh, Miller Bergman, but he's in the same situation as those West Coast guys this Saturday night game as well.
1: Can I can I digress and cut you off really quick, Mitch? Somebody's um donated a little bit of coin oh, to yes. us here, which is very bindi. kind of Bindy. So we might just pause and answer let's, this let's question, answer I reckon. Question, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we've got Heaney's priced at six seventy seven, which is seventy eight, with last three average of ninety four. He's averaged 89 last season, 90 post-buy, and has a break-even break of 58.
0: Yes, that's good. He, yes, I have so, seen a
1: little bit of Heaney love going around on Twitter recently. And he knew, Heaney was an interesting one last year because he was, he was frustrating because I think everybody wanted him to take that next step and knows that if he played midfield time, he's capable of being a, a yeah. fantasy gun. Yeah. But then when you, you sat back and you looked at it at the end of the season... He wasn't far off being a top six. He might have even snuck into being a top six 40 He was there uh, or thereabouts. Yeah. Once,
0: the, once the DVPs came out, for this yeah. year, I think he was in that top six. Which so. makes
1: him, over the course of the season, not the worst pick in the world. So, what are your thoughts?
0: So, look, he is value in terms of what he's going to produce on the season. The trouble with a player like Heaney is he's playing a forward position. He's getting no midfield time. Yeah. So, he relies on, I think, a little bit more on the performance of the team. We have already seen this season he's popped a score in round three that he scored 28 and that was in 84% game time. Um, that's, that's hard so to follow. So that's, that's pretty stinky. Now, that's not to say that he's going to do that, but he has the capability of just going missing in games because the game flow doesn't suit him. So I personally prefer to shop on those guys who have that midfield time um, like uh, Rashelli who's very close to his price. So how, I is Rashelli a him. little bit more? What's yeah, Rashelli is like six ninety two. Okay, yeah, so yeah, you're so paying an extra fifteen thousand. Yeah, um, to get to him, and I think that's probably the, where I would rather go, just because you're guaranteed that involvement in the game. I
1: probably agree with that too. And, yeah. and part of the reason Adelaide have been so good and looked so promising this year is, is I think, part his injection into the midfield. So from a footy, from a footy perspective. Um, the Adelaide coaching staff is not changing anything that they're doing with Josh Rochelle. He's, yeah. he's been fantastic this year, and I think that he's going to continue in that role. So that's kind of my... My thoughts on um, Heaney. If we look on Heaney's run as
0: well, so he's coming up against Giants at the SCG. That could be a decent run, a decent game. But next week, he's got Collingwood at the MCG. So that's a tough matchup, a really good, really good side there. Then he comes up against Frio. And, you know, despite Frio being down this year, they are renowned for being a good defensive side as well. Um, And then he comes up against North. So probably two good matchups, two tougher matchups, in my opinion. It's not enough for me to get over the line for a player that needs to be kicking, you know, a couple of goals to go really big. Um, in his fancy scoring so yeah it's one of those um,
1: ones but like uh, as um, you know you often say if, if you like it and you've done your research and you've yeah, done the digging your and gut if exactly, you're exactly, really into it, it but that's, that's just my it. view yeah on don't um, certainly don't listen thank to you, me thank you Bindi
0: anyway. for the uh, for the tip there very generous of you yeah appreciate event. that
1: and if um, at, at this point if there's anyone listening along who hasn't uh, hasn't subscribed yet please consider yeah. doing so hit that down subscribe button low okay well, we were talking we are talking uh, red dots we were sorry yeah, I cut so you off
0: well I think we got through most of the main ones here the only one, other one I was going to touch on is um, like a Lockie Cowan is named emergency again with the emergency. We don't know if they're going to be sub until an hour before, so I wouldn't be relying on him as a, uh, a loop option. Um, and Alvin De- Alvin Davy, we will find out in eight minutes whether or not he's a red dot yep. or if he's going to be on that extended sort of emergency side of things. I have a little bit of a worry that he will be dropped, but just be across who's actually dropped, who's in the extended squad slash emergency. Um, and when you can safely loop your scores. So uh, just make sure you're across at the times there.
1: Appreciate it. Um, Brendan has just um, sent hey, us a, Brendan. a $10, $10 bill. His shout, he reckons. No so. questions, he reckons. <laughs> just love the pot. Well, thank you, Brendan. Much appreciated, Brendan. Hope you're having a beer with us. And um, yeah, keep keep engaging with the content if you're enjoying Legend. it. Legend. Much appreciated.
0: All right. Let's, uh, should we go through some, some big boys? Oh,
1: wait. Let me just
0: queue up the big boys. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I think I'm going to swap the things I was going to do some basketball music in a second.
1: Tell me when you're ready, mate. <laughs> oh, I'm ready. That's the that's one of my favourites, the Big Boys. eh? yeah, I like got, gotta boys. love it, and I love yeah. the fact
0: that it's come from a fan suggestion as well. Yeah. So uh, I've actually we've actually got a few uh, a few. Um, c- Kung Fu Casey soundbite suggestions as oh, well, which yeah. I'll go through before our next podcast.
1: Yeah. Ah, but getting into the big boys. Tell me about your big boys, Mitch. Mate,
0: there's some good options this week. I really like my and we've top got a few five. Of them, here. Which is unusual. Yeah, I really like the top five this week. I think it's it's not like a. It's hard to order them because they're all good options. So number one, I think just the number one player in fantasy. I think this year, at least my projections are Tim English against Hawthorne, Ned Reeves. Um, you that's know, gotta
1: be a bloodbath. That's gotta it? be a
0: bloodbath. He's he hasn't gone under one hundred and ten this entire season and he's come up against all the hard rocks already. Literally
1: so. the the only thing and I'm just I'm holding on to wood right now, but literally the only thing that could stop that man why would you even... No, I'm tight. Oh, this table's oh. wooden, and I'm hanging on tight. But I'm... Oh my I, God. It's, so more, put that out it's there. more my praise. Yeah. I don't think there's anything yeah. stopping him. He's a different animal.
0: He's just he a class above everyone else. So he is number one for me. Plays on 435 Saturday. So
1: you could even VC him if you wanted to. There's a couple of rucks this week.
0: There are. Number two, I've still got Clayton Oliver. Okay. Going up against North Melbourne. Got to give the man respect. You he do. scores hundred and. What, he score 104 when he was sick? He has um, 40 touches for fun, eh? So, against North, that's just going to be a smashing at the MCG. Number three is the other Ruckman. I made a late change this afternoon. Um, can't really decide between this guy and the next two players. Rowan Marshall against Port Adelaide tonight. It's not a bad so, which... Uh Up no against lies there? Teakle. Yeah, yeah no lies there. Um Bailey Williams from West Coast actually tunned up against... Tickle last round. No, he didn't. He did, did he did. He got 101. So Sorry. Rowan Marshall. Marshall subbed at three-quarter time, mate. Watch <laughs> out. Well, that, that's, Watch the out. The hope is that the game will be tight. You know, Porter actually decent. They're a good side. Yeah. So he got subbed out against the Suns St. when Kilt? they were
1: flogging them. are a, a good side this they year. They are a good right? side. They're a good side.
0: They are a good side. But I don't think it'll be... I mean, I'm hoping yeah. it won't be a smashing. So, look, when I saw that stat he was number 5 he's jumped up to number 3 for me so he will be my VC tonight can I
1: quickly circle back to number 2 Clayton
2: Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150 then place a $5 wager on any sport you'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome and if you think the fun.
1: and just sort of throw out a question there. Yeah. Do you ever think that there's a chance when a, a team, you know, they're they coming up against a team like North Melbourne, do you ever think there's a chance with those guns that they he just... takes the foot off the gas? Yeah, and they just kind of... I
0: think Clary wants those
1: votes. He seems like he just wants to touch the footy I think. All he, the time, I think he wants that brand
0: low, And I think that it's it's just noticeable the way he finishes games even when it's in the bag, where he finishes games even if they're losing. Like when they were going up mm. against Essendon, like they were, they, were get, they were not going to win that game. Yeah. 20 touches in the last quarter. Like yeah, he I, loves it. Eh? I, I think Clayton Oliver, like, I do see what you're saying and I do take that into account sometimes, but I just think that Clayton Oliver a different beast this year. No, LDU as well is just going to be... Ed. Yeah, like they're really... Yeah, and yeah. North are struggling right now. Right. Sorry so, to digress. Though. That's all right. Number four, Timmy T, Timmy Taranto. He's part of that big four that hasn't dropped below 100 yet and he's got a very nice matchup against Gold Coast. Uh, at Marvel, Richmond hates Marvel. Dimmer Richland? hates Marvel. <laughs> yeah,
1: D- Dimmer's always talking um, about Marvel. I don't
0: know easy. if that's going to seep into the team's attitude. So that's what pushed, you know, that combined with the Bailey Williams ton last week pushed Royal Marshall ahead of him for me. And Nick Dacos is number five. So those are my big five. Now, I am perennially or weekly scared of per- putting. What's perennially mean? I don't know, like always? Or like Does it? Consistently? I don't know. Google it. But. Nick Dacos, I'm just scared every week that he's going to get tagged. So, he still plays the last game of the round. Um, so, I am taking some of those other big dogs who have not dropped below a ton ahead of him. But, you know, he's got big numbers against Adelaide. On a side note, I don't know. I know people bring up, like, scores against the side in the past or scores at a ground in the past. I, I don't put too much stock in that. Like scores, there's, there's at, a, scores
1: at a ground, I might put more stock in. Really? Yeah, I think so. Well, teams change, strategies change. So if you take, like, let's say, for example, you go, hey, he scores really well against St Kilda. Yeah. Well, Well, St St. Kilda, Kilda, yeah. yeah, But scores at a ground are different because if you think about it, AFL is one of those unique sports where the dimensions of the field... Changes. I get that and between
0: then, like maybe like a GMHBA versus like an MCG. I tell you
1: like, it's it's different. It sounds okay. it sounds right. weird but it's different especially playing at your home ground versus playing I, I away. I can see as that. Well. I can
0: see home versus away.
1: It's different. All it's, right. It it sounds right. weird but Okay. I think most people would tell you. And some the weirdest thing, too, is if you've had a good game at a ground before, you you just... You 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 walk in there. Oh, chest puffed out. Look how good I am. Oh,
0: I laid over this weekend? Yeah, I'm getting
1: 40. I'm I'm ready to go. (laughs) Let me just go have a little walk on the ground. I'm still scared to
0: Captain Dacos. I would love him as a VC option, but for me, he sits at number five. Um, So I think most people have one of those top five, but let's go through the last five here. Number six, I've got Sam Walsh against West Coast. Um, looks like a beast. They should beat up on them. Yeah. Bont against Hawthorne. Went huge last week. Hawthorne, um, you know, easy matchup. Uh, no. Um, Libart there as well, so he's going to be feasting in the midfield. Uh, oh, got.
1: Sean's just said, if he gets injured, I'll be seeing you soon. I think that's fair enough. I think I'd submit to that.
0: Oh, Bindi also has just let us know that uh, Kennedy will be the sub for Carlton. Right. So, okay. Interesting. And another little donation. Feel free to
1: then... Um, H- hang on to your money, Bindi. Just don't... Um, I mean, Maybe. let need
0: you know, donate some money <laughs> I feel
1: bad. Mate, we're just, we're sitting in a nah, dodgy we, little room talking we, to a camera and people we, are sending money. Don't, stop, stop sending us your money. We're not
0: asking anyone to donate, but, you know, welcome if you guys are, are that, that. If way
1: people could see this dodgy little room, these <laughs> guys don't know their ass from their elbow. Hey, we
0: have invested here, mate. <laughs> <laughs> and I need the money after getting. P- Pinged on the, the the camera the other day. Another story for another time. You're
1: a, you're a danger
0: to oh, yourself and others yeah, on the roads. Apparently. Man. Anyway, we digress. Man. Christian Petrarca, number eight against North Melbourne. He's going to kick some snags against them, so I think he could go pretty he lo-
1: big when he plays a team that he can beat. He loves like a thirty and four. So he's the kind of summer. guy that
0: I think when he goes up against an easy kill, he's going to go yeah. huge. Um, Connor Rosie, look, I wanted to get him higher, but I couldn't get him you higher to than what? number nine. I wanted to get him higher up the list. Oh, yeah. Oh, what are you thinking, hey, mate? you and these get players... Your hey, head out of the You're government. too close with some of these
1: players, <laughs> hey. Getting them off, getting them high. I, yeah. I, just, I don't know about you sometimes, Casey. <laughs> but he's number nine <laughs> against oh, St
0: Kilda <laughs> tonight. And then number 10, Jordan Dawson. If Royal Laird is out, um, I think he's going to get a bit of a boost. He's not going to get tagged against Collingwood, but it is a tough matchup. So, so he runs out of the top 10.
1: As it stands, you're going Marshall into... Marshall into
0: English. I'm going the Rucks again. Okay. Yeah, so... Right. Marshall tonight.
1: I feel like I'm going to stick with English into Toronto just so I'm not a Ooh. copycat.
0: Okay, all right. I, right. I I was originally that until this afternoon, and I saw Bailey Williams tunned up against them <laughs> last week, and I said, "So that's, that's enough." I'm so you've in made there.
1: your captain choice based on something Bailey Williams done.
0: Exactly. That's good, mate. Yeah,
1: that, I hope that goes All well. All the for research
0: it. in the world, and that's what it comes down
1: to. <laughs> yeah, you'll go well, I reckon. All right. It's just ticked over five o'clock,
0: so. It's time. Let, let's let, me get, let me get the big boys' have, graphic off the screen, uh, eh? Yeah, let's, let's have, have a look at these. Going. I need teams. to wear my glasses for this.
1: I, I can barely see the screen, eh? It's five o'clock, so uh, hopefully it's
0: loaded up for us, but where are we? Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. So. It looks like our mate Alwin Davey Jr. has been omitted, unfortunately, with Zach Merritt coming back into the side. Massimo D'Ambrosio coming back in. Tipper and Nick Hine the red dots just get worse. Side. Yeah. Also, a giant Menzi is being managed for anyone who still has him. I'd be interested...
1: W- sorry, on the Alwin Davey thing, so he's been dropped and I mentioned more yes. red dots. I- I'd be interested to throw it out to people in the comments, Twitter, whatever... I've only played the two years. Is this year? Is there a cash generation crisis, or is it always that like recency bias where people are talking about things that are happening now, or or is this something that happens every year? Is this like what's the go? What's I th- the go?
0: I think that there is more of a cash crisis this year because of the sub rule okay. and because players that um, are going well can suddenly get that stunt in their growth, um, like you know, like a jinbi or like a. Um, McKenzie or something like that, you know, he comes out, pops out of twenty, and his cash just stops. Whereas he probably would have made another fifty to sixty thousand had he not been the sub and just played yeah. an extra couple of games full, full, full time. Um, so I do think there is. Look, there is always rookie crisis and red dot craziness going on, but um, it does feel extra prevalent this year. Somebody
1: um, just asked what my birthday wish is. My fantasy birthday wish. What, what, kind of, what kind of fantasy? <laughs> oh, you sicko, mate. Proper sicko. Uh, yeah. Vice captain goes 500.
2: <laughs> You're not
1: asking for much, are you? And, Jesus. And then I double that, so it's 1,000. 1,000, <laughs> yeah, okay. And then. I'm up top and I I changed my name back to the Ox Longs instead of the Ox Shorts. (laughs) (laughs) So it's just a pretty simple birthday wish. Pretty simple. Yeah, yeah, okay. Fair enough. I spat over Um,
0: Moving on to the next game, Richmond versus Gold Coast. Look, they've actually named Tuk Miller is out because of illness. Um... So don't know what that's Two about.
1: He because of illness. Yeah, um, that's what it says on the app here. That's really that's really his, weird. His leg looked pretty ill when he was hobbling off. Yeah, I mean,
0: I know I was ill because he was in my super coach team, and
1: that's you love dropping the sh- shatters, you just love dropping the super. Mate, coach. I'm
0: gonna be I'm gonna be ranked higher in fantasy soon than I
1: am a super I am falling. <laughs> that's good, mate. You don't have a super coach podcast.
0: Yeah, um, Justin Clark has been omitted for those of you who had him, but otherwise, not super relevant news in that one. Um, and for the Adelaide Crows Collingwood game, no changes for Adelaide yet. We'll wait to see on Rory Laird. Scott, Prent, Scott Pendlebury has been out. Will Kelly, Scott Pendlebury, who was the sub, is, is out. Some he's missing thought, an eye. Yeah, he's literally blind in one eye. Yeah, that was
1: it was that, nasty. We we thought that he might have been he might have had a cut above his eye, but it does it look like he like, was, it was bleeding pissing from his eye out
0: of his eye? Yeah, that was. I got a thing about eyes gross. too. Like, it nah, gives me yeah, no, nah, you know There's jibbies. some parts, you, no, yeah, you just what? don't. Some parts of your body you just don't want to bleed from. <laughs> and eyes yeah. is one of them. <laughs> there are others. Um, yeah, well... There are, aren't they? But yeah, Will Will Kelly got subbed. He was the sub last week, and he is out Uh, again. Some people thought that he might come back in, but he is not. So nothing too relevant, except for that Alwyn Davey news and Jai Menzi are both dropped from Essendon. So Essendon not being friendly to our our benches there.
1: When do you think we get definite confirmation on Laird? So they said that
0: they named something up on the captain's run, which I believe is tomorrow afternoon. Okay. So they don't play until Sunday. Um, So... It's a nervous Man. watch, but I, I feel some... like you don't jump at shadows at that. Because no. if he's out, it is only a week.
1: And it's well, you ha- if, especially if you've got LDU too. Like you,
0: yeah, you prioritize them.
1: Definitely, you gotta, yeah, you got to hold. But...
0: Um so, but just keep your news out. Make sure he's. You've got an emergency on your midfield line. Would be my yeah. number one tip there. Um, yeah. Just in case that it is super late and he is out there, but.
1: All right, that's a tough one. Okay, we've got. Oh, wait a second. Wait oh, <laughs> a second. This is firming is one of one of my favorites. Okay, ready, set, go. Ole, ole, ole,
2: ole, hot, hot, hot.
1: Spicy takes spicy
0: time. Takes. Let's go. All right, so I've just got the one spicy take this week, and it's um. Maybe it's a hopeful take. I don't know. I feel like a lot of my spicy takes are just this is, hopeful in this nature. This is a desperation
1: take. <laughs> this is desperation. It's reeks of desperation.
0: But my spicy take this week is that Frio adjusts. They take on the criticisms that has been thrown from you and I and fans around the, the no, country.
1: No doubt Longmire watches this. Play.
0: I'm sure he does. I'm sure he's watching right now. Longmire, if you're on it right now, um, shout out to you, mate. Um, Hayden Young, tons up. And he takes the majority of the kick-ins, which results in a win against the Lions at the Gabba. And everyone's happy. That's my hot take this week. That's on the spice of hot
1: the <laughs> lemon herbs and spices. That's up there. That's like black on the Harry Perry's scalp. Well, I mean, he's coming up. He's, he's going to be close to us at isn't the Gabba, it, isn't he? So yeah. he, it's, it's in the our proximity. Our
0: aura will just well, wear off on him, I reckon. Well, yeah, Maybe we I'm should go call. and just yell at him and just... You
1: know. Nah, I'm busy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, yeah, don't that, have
1: put myself through that anyway. That's a hot take, man. If Hayden Young goes, what'd you say? Hundred plus. Hundred.
0: He turns up, but no, there's a few few layers here. So he turns up. There's a few he takes, layers. He takes the majority of kick-ins, and they win. So it reinforces that that's what they should be doing. That's that's my hot take. I think they're going to see the light, and Luke Ryan's going to be out of the the major kick-in duty.
1: It, yeah. Look. If Hayden, Young, there's enough noise. I think there's enough Hayden noise Young. that oh, people. We forgot uh, to turn our light on. Oh, sorry. Oh, shots a lot better now. Yeah, actually, we might just have to re-record this whole thing. That was that was <laughs> ruined. Cut, cut, cut. Um, if uh, Hayden, what's Young your comes hot take? I'll do the show naked or something. That's just it's not going to happen. Um, <laughs> my hot take is Mitch holds Warple, which I am. There. I have Done. to <laughs> Done pot take complete Okay keep and, going And once again Hates him come Monday When he goes <laughs> sub 60 So expect that Mitch Will just be Yeah I'll be chopping Karate chopping right Warple left front centre Because Day's just what do, what do you reckon he scores What do you reckon he scores Sub 60 Sub 60 Well will Will oh. Day's coming in Yeah Mackenzie's out <laughs>
0: I'm, I'm clicking on work, to, The king on. of wishful thinking. Oh, I'm clinging on something. But well done. Yeah. No, he's probably going to suck. Yeah, That's maybe
1: it? not the hottest take. But I'll go, yeah, Warpool sub 60 and Mitch is just karate chopping him left, right and centre on Monday's show.
0: And what's your second one here? You got a second one here. You, you're gonna, oh. You're going to buy... Is it not hot enough for um, the hot take? Yeah, I'm renigging on it.
1: Oh, is that okay. is that the right word? Renig? Actually, know. your word before was the right word, perennial. Yeah. In a way that can... Continues for a long and apparently infinite time.
0: Yeah, I'm parentally just, just scared of Nick Dekos as a C because Good I'm mate. worried he's going to be tagged any week. Of You're the a bit end. of a closet word, Smith. Well done. I'm smarter than the average man over here, mate. Uh, all right, <laughs> let's go on to some questions. We've got to answer okay. these guys Let who are in the, the live show. The and uh, let's answer some questions here. Who have we got here? What are we, Bales is joining us again. Should we get to Bales first? Yeah, he's a good friend of the show. What's he got to add? Mackenzie to
1: JJ. Mm-hmm. Leaves him with 129k in the bank and five rooks on the field. Or is he going Mackenzie to Chincotta with 425k in the bank and six rooks?
0: I would go, and this I don't know if this is a hot take or not, but I would go Chincotta, bank that in take the cash. I think Sincotov is a fairly important trade in this week because I, I, I'm just encouraged by the fact he's held his spot with Doherty and Sand in the side. Yeah. He's, he's a good, he's been scoring well in the VFL. I'm really concerned about cash generation. He could, he, he could score similarly. Like he outscored JJ last week. Right? Yeah. I mean it was in a positive matchup without those two guys in there but like I just feel that you he feel- is more important this week than a JJ. Um, both are going to be players you're going to have against to trade out again. Yeah. You might as well take the extra cash, make more cash from a chinkotter play the long run that way. That's my my thoughts. Yeah,
1: I, I know a lot can change in a week in fantasy, but sometimes you feel like where's that next rookie going to come from? And, I know,
0: and I feel like sometimes you've got to grab the ones that are there.
1: Well, that's the thing there. is because you know the whole the whole upgrade thing is is essentially predicated on having rookies to downgrade to. So if you don't take them when they're there, and even if it means pocketing some cash...
0: I know sometimes people get worried about holding a lot of cash and they feel like they're missing out a lot of points but and and an argument is is like say you have chaos next week and you don't get to use that cash but yeah. but I would argue that like having a lot of extra cash in the bank is never a bad thing because it might help you fix up that chaos thing that there is next week, yeah if, like you might still be able to get an upgrade and sideways an injured person next week if that does come to fruition like, if
1: your trade if your trades are solid and you're happy with your trades. Yeah. Don't just do it for the sake of yeah, it. Yeah, don't
0: just downgrade someone yeah. and just pop the cash <laughs> for the sake of it. But in a week no, no, like go, this... Go Oliver
1: down to Chincotta,
0: man. In a week like this, Locket I think ahead. that that's... Like, if JJ's the best you can get to, I don't know if it's worth it. I think I'd just take the
1: cash, personally. Yeah. Okay, let's... Uh, here we go. So... Do I go LDU all the way to Chincotta and Libba to Rochelle? One million cash. One million in the
0: cash. Okay, this is, this is a bit excessive. So That's huge. Libba is out for one week. He's suspended. I think you, if you've got Libba in, okay. in your team, you're holding okay. um, Like He's not injured. It's not uncertain. I think you're trading LDU. Um, I would be trying to maybe fix up a rookie first. To a chincota and an LDU to one of those value options, whether that be a day or a butters or something like that. That's where I would be. No, you don't want a million dollars sitting in your bank. I think that's Mate, a bit much.
1: Well, if if you can't win at fantasy, you may as well win at having the most money in the <laughs> yeah. bank. <laughs> yeah, true. I might start. That might be my strategy later in if, the year. If
0: we got if we got some like appreciation on that money, maybe that's play, But that's
1: not unfortunately. That how it would happens. be a crazy little feature. Yeah, that'd be a little spicy fantasy, little addition. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, talk to talk to warning about that. Yeah uh what do we got
0: bont Walsh or Laird um well led I think you can rule out I you're not trading in Laird this week with the injury cloud over here yeah I even
1: think. if he gets named there's just like you are playing with fire a little bit aren't you there yeah
0: so I think I think rule out Laird. um the other two I think it's it's your preference I think I think i, I really like Sam Walsh yeah um
1: just as a player Liber, Liber got um Concussed as well.
0: Oh, sorry, not suspended. Concussed, but he's out for
1: a week. Essentially, at the yeah. other day they should suspend players for getting concussed because it ruins our fantasy stuff.
0: I think. Yeah. Sorry. My, my apologies. I, I yeah, he did get concussed. You're right. Um, I just had in my head that he was about out a week. So maybe you'll concussed. About, maybe. Maybe we've had too many of his beers. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but
1: yeah, I still think you hold him. Basically, yeah. is the
0: is the moral story there. Lib-
1: tough to concuss liver just quietly. Yeah, you must have had a fair knock. Oh, some cement head. Actually, I think they call um. Cullen Ward's cement head, but he's... Yeah. Old Liv is probably a tough head too, He's I suspended. Uh, I
0: don't know. Maybe I'm getting the cement heads mixed up. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, what was I talking about? Oh, I can't remember now. But yeah, I just flip a coin between Walsh and Bontz. I, I yeah. personally think that Walsh will score better, but he is more expensive. Um, uh, I think you could honestly flip a coin there. I think he's higher on the, the captain's list this week by one spot, if that gives you any confidence, so...
1: We've got a bit of a rough question here. Grundy to Darcy or Wilmot to Chinkotta? Oh, this is tough. I think you've got to get rid of Grundy. I feel, yeah, and, and my recommendation where Rucks are concerned is just Get English, find <laughs> a English way to do it. English is expensive now, He's so expensive. He's Man, how so ex- ki- like if you, yeah. we've talked about times where we got stitched this year, but we were kissed. That we were week kissed when, Witts when Jared Witts. We, that was a blessing, and like, that was like thirty seconds before the game. And started, we just jumped
0: happened. straight over to English, and it's been the greatest thing we've done this yeah, year. I
1: wouldn't be here if I did.
0: not <laughs> Yeah, um, so he is priced over a million dollars now. He's priced nearly at one hundred and twenty uh, average, and whilst I can see him doing one hundred and twenty this year. I feel like you're almost at this point trying to go against English, and I think Sean Darcy is still. He's doing, it like, he's averaging 100
1: plus. He's probably the option if you're going to go against. I, I think you go Everyone Sean Darcy, Marshall. but I
0: think we've seen enough that Grundy is just. He's sub. 80 yep. most weeks in a, in a Gorn so you're giving up 20, 30, 40 points on the other rucks so yep. I think I think you fixed that up before anything else
1: uh, Bales reckons he was uh, watching Channel 10 News and Brody Smith said that Lead will play not a calf injury just tight I did
0: see a quote to say that he'll he'll and, push um, through but
1: Bales knows he's crows so yeah we'll, maybe that's
0: optimistic we'll Bales that. though I don't know <laughs>
1: <He's> <laughs> he does love his boy Lead. Mate, he'd be inconsolable if, if Lead oh. didn't play as well if if because he, he caught, has Took I think he, as if you well. caught the yeah. Took
0: um Lad combo that's
1: just trouble crazy. trouble trouble uh, took an LDU to Walsh and Sicily or to Oliver and Butters I'd, of those two options I'd go I'd go well um, could Oliver, you and, go? Butters, you go Oliver and Butters you go Oliver and Butters
0: yeah I think Oliver's clearly the number one mid
1: what about what about Walsh and Butters what, um, if you, what if you combo those yeah save a bit of Queen
0: yeah I'd probably I'd probably save Queen if you could yeah um, yeah i I don't think that like Oliver is the kind of guy we want to get into our side right now. Like I think, like we said before, if you can save the money, use it more next week. Because it's not going to hurt you this week. Obviously, you, you'll you'll cop a points yeah. loss this yeah. week. But it's the next week's upgrades and the options in terms of rookie downgrading that it will hurt you then. So I think, I, I reckon, uh, yeah, I reckon you, you save cash if you can. But if you would set on those two, I'd go... Oliver and Butters are yeah. the two
1: options. I'm actually going to need to start wearing glasses. Hey? Like, I'm, I'm going to be <laughs> I have up, moved on the lights for you today. Up it's over, a little bit different. There's a little bit different. Um, thoughts on Noah Anderson? Actually, I sent you a screenshot last night that you didn't reply to. Thanks for that. Um, which had no That's well,
0: a moot point now that we've moved that Now got that LDU out. out, yeah. But, but I like him. I, look, I was keen on him. Um, look, I think he gets a bump with Tuke out, out of the team. He's 876000 so he's priced at 102 So could he go one ten while.
1: Like, Tuka's is out? Potentially. Well, he's shown an enormous ceiling.
0: Um, he's got that round 13 buy. And, and something, like, tells me, like, should we be valuing that round 13 buy, like, just a little bit more? Like, is that worth, like, an extra... It's a little you know, bit of the
1: reason people might have traded in
0: Tuuk? Yeah, well, absolutely. So, um, Look, I think he's an option. I think he's definitely an option. Yeah. Um, I just don't... If I'm projecting the average and I'm comparing him to people around his price... So it's only an extra like twenty k to get to a bond. Yeah, it's um, only a little bit more to get to a Kelly and things like that. Um, like I think those guys outscore him. Yeah. But if if your rationale was the buy structure, I think that's a that's a valid rationale. So um, uh, there is potential that he goes big, um, especially with two count. Good matchup this week against the Tigers as well.
1: Definitely, uh, someone said English Marshall and Samson Ryan locked in for the year. Samson, right? Yeah, the third of those guys is the best in your team. <laughs> Let's go, go big Samson. Man, he was funking yeah. a few last week,
0: eh? Yeah, well at least he's playing. At least he's playing. He could generate us some cash. So definitely
1: Let's go so, maybe you, a few more.
0: Yeah, what are your thoughts on Simkin? He's in my he's in my targets. I want to okay. wait a week. His break even is quite high, but he I think he's definitely yeah, yeah, an yeah. option for next week. Yeah. Um, even
1: what how do you think that like LDU, we're maybe assuming that's a one week, does that influence yes, when he comes back?
0: It does. They're going up against Melbourne um, and I think they're going to kill them. So I'm hesitant to... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think it's going to be a bloodbath. Um, But next week they go up against St. Kilda um, so that's a positive matchup. So I'd I'd be wanting to give him a week. His break even is 127 so he's coming down in cash uh, and then he'd be priced around the mid 700. So he he definitely is a target for me next week who's going to be good value for us. I just want to watch him. Alright, we go one more. eh? Yeah, let's have another one. What have we got? Thoughts on... uh, We haven't talked about Fiorini, actually, just while you're finding a a target question here. I want to touch on Fiorini because I know we talked about him in the other podcast. I think... um, you know, I've been listening to a few podcasts and, and thinking about it myself as well. Dossie's um, locked
1: in, did you see? Yeah. Oh, did you hear the song? Oh, a, I hadn't seen it before and I did. I watched yeah, it. Yeah, it. it's a cracker. I watched oh, it I, at work. I didn't
0: hear hit it before. <laughs> I listened to the podcast. I was
1: at my desk at work and I'd like turn the sound right down, look at around. don't <laughs> like, want anyone to see me watching I was these, cracking up. these was, weird videos from oh, Dossie. Oh, so good.
0: But, um, but I think I agree with a lot of the other takes out there that you, you wait a week on him. He's not yeah. going to get away from you. Um, and, and the more information you collect. Because if you, you go early in a player like that, that has the potential for it to completely wreck your season. Um, so the upside for going early isn't worth the risk, in my opinion. It's
1: so. never good to go early. That's what I've found. Um, yeah,
0: yeah, well. Book told me the same thing. <laughs> I'm
1: kidding, I'm like, what? Holy dude. This goodness. guy's lost it. Um <laughs> We'll gloss over that. Uh, let's go right back to the top of the comments. We'll go to the, the first comment that was, uh, that was asked there. It says, I cannot decide between unloading Sheasel and McKenzie for Chinkotta and Walsh or the double downgrade of Stocker uh, and McKenzie for uh, Seamus and the bread.
0: I think we hold Sheasel as well. Yeah,
1: I, I know we were... Um we were posing the question. We weren't, we weren't necessarily no, saying we do it. We weren't. It was very clickbait. It was very baity of us, wasn't it? Yeah, it
0: was. You've got to do that sometimes. <laughs> You've got to do that sometimes. I saw that.
1: I was like, Mitch is straight on the clickbait there. <laughs> but it was just like, it was one of those things. It was like, hey, if you do it and it comes off, then it's like look. Props there is, to you. There right? is a scenario
0: where it is the right play. Mm. Like, if we knew that over the next four weeks he was playing forward, then you would do it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I still think that because he started the game in defence with those two, with Hall and Zebel there,
1: yeah,
0: um, and he got tagged, and that caused him to move forward. I think that the intent is still to play him in defence when when there's a, a decent matchup there. So I think you hold him, even with that forty in his in his you know averages, he's averaging over 100. That's a top six defender. That's a top six forward. Um, so. You wouldn't be trading those other guys there. Yeah. Look, there is more risk because he's a young player, yeah. and and he has potential to be managed. But I think, I think we hold him for now. So uh, of all the weeks, I think this week, if you can't get a one up one down to one of those value guys, then I think a double downgrade is is okay. Bank the cash. I know I'm going to be holding over three hundred seventy thousand dollars coming into next week. So
1: cashed uh, up, man. Cashed up. Hopefully
0: that will bridge the gap. And we get some some of those bloody midfielders who I've been.
1: Yeah, exactly. Neglecting. You you have to have a bit of cash to get up to, it looks like. So should we let these people go and uh, play with their fantasy teams?
0: Yes, let's do it. Uh, Thank you guys for tuning in. And if you are um, enjoying the content, make sure you guys are subscribed. Give this video a big thumbs up and uh, we will catch you guys next time. Hope your captains go good.
1: Thank you for all the questions as well, guys. I know we we didn't get a chance to go even close to answering all of them, but we really appreciate you putting them in there and hopefully sort of other people in the comments are able to help help each other
0: other. out. And uh, yeah, give us a tweet on Twitter as well and we can maybe get through a few more. As well, but until next time, guys, we'll catch us later. Bye.